We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you gorgeous and glorious soul. I'm so happy to be spending some time with you here today on Journey to Center. You know, oftentimes it can be difficult to experience inner peace and feel everything's going to be okay when the weight of the world's challenges make us feel powerless. But what if you didn't have to do life alone? What if your spirit teachers, guides, or angels, those that love you immensely and have your very best interest at heart, those that can see your life from a higher perspective, could contact you directly and help you find your way? Would you listen Would you make this relationship or these relationships a priority? As the saying goes, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. For the late Wilma Jean Jones, her teacher certainly did appear. And for more than two decades, she listened intently and took dictation religiously. And her book, An Angel Told Me So, the messages and guidance she received directly from the spiritual realm is shared and revealed. Her son, Michael McAdams, who is here with us today, worked closely with his mother and has lovingly preserved her teachings from the spiritual seekers and the spiritual teachers and sharing this information to those who are open and ready to receive guidance, direction, and support. Wilma Jean Jones was a devout Christian and in 1977 was led to sit down and receive messages and teachings directly from her guides and angels. She dictated these sessions and did so for the next 22 years. Working with her son, Michael, this collection of messages are now recorded in three volumes of the book, An Angel Told Me So. Michael has felt a sense of destiny and purpose his whole life. A lifelong, sincere seeker of truth, he has endeavored to reach out with an open mind to all sources available. And though he was brought up in the Pentecostal church, Michael has always felt more spiritual than religious. Communication from the highest possible source has been his goal as he enables his mind to receive information and direction that allows him to help the greatest number of people possible. So thank you, Michael, for saying yes to this conversation today. I'm open to learning and receiving and enjoying the experience that is you. Hi, Tammy. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Absolutely. So let's just start with this. It's a beautiful book. I just finished reading it. An Angel Told Me So. Tell me a little bit about the backstory and how this book came into being. Wilma Jean had had received, usually in thought, most all of her life. I remember when I was young, she said that she would be working at the at the in the kitchen, just doing dishes, not really thinking about anything, and that teachings, information would be made known to her mind. And when it got done, she would just look around and say, well, that was really good. But at that time, (laughs) she wasn't writing anything down. And she had been brought up Pentecostal. My grandmother was called to the ministry when she was 30. And I remember that she would say that she had received sermons dictated Uh, to her mind that she would write down and preach in church, and she even received verses to songs that she would put to music and sing in church. And when I was young, I remember her saying that God had spoken to her heart and given her this information. 
And that's the way most religious people, people of faith, will interpret the reception of information like this. People who are more spiritual in nature, they realize that we do have spirit guides, spirit teachers, master teachers that work with us, present information, and that if we're willing to listen and receive, uh, we can be supported and helped in our daily lives. Mm. And so, um, Michael, have her teachings and messages, how have they helped you in your life? The, the, the messages and teachings that were received in the first volume of An Angel Told Me So are extremely close and personal. And when she would be led to sit down in a session, when she was set up to do these sessions, she had installed an electric typewriter in her kitchen. Mm-hmm. And she said that she would be led to receive, sit down, light a candle, say a prayer, because you are asking for protection. And she would see three or four words just float in and hang there in her mind. Mm-hmm. And they would not go away until she typed them. Mm-hmm. Once she typed those three or four words, they would just fade away and three or four more would show up. These messages and teachings were given in sessions a personal message to Wilma Jean and a personal message to me that would take three to four hours to receive. But it's like these messages and teachings are woven with a universal thread. And everyone who has read these messages has said, well, this sounds like what I'm dealing with. This sounds like they're talking to me. Mm-hmm. And that was my experience as I read some of this. It was like, wow, this is really relevant. This is really you know, speaking to what's going on for me personally. And, and uh, so therefore, I really enjoyed the process and felt very supported by her, um, her wisdom and her teachings. And when you realize that, that not only is this information applicable to all who read it, but that we each have our own spirit guides, spirit mm-hmm. teachers who work with us, who know what we're going through and will help us even when we ask for something we don't really need or will not be good for us. They say that God answers all prayers. Sometimes the answer is no. Mm -hmm. I've heard that. Not now, not yet. Or it's just not the best for you. It's not the highest good for you. And to trust that. So now, Michael, do you also receive dictation? Do you um, have a similar process as to what your mother went through? I have, but I do it in thought. Uh-huh. I actually, I, I w- was uh, connected with a, a group in Cincinnati called Psychic World, and I actually did psychic readings for about a year and a half. It was a monthly meeting, and I did psychometry. Could hold rings, watches, keys, anything that carried a person's mm-hmm. vibration. Mm-hmm. And they would come in, sit down at my table. I wouldn't pump them for information. I would just ask them their first name hold whatever they gave me to hold, and I would just relax my mind and would get a message for these people. Mm -hmm. And I had a legal tablet. I'd just write whatever came, sometimes page, page and a half. And when I got done, I would read it to them. Sometimes they'd cry. Sometimes it was more more confirmation as to what they were going through rather than actual prophecy. Mm -hmm. But I have received uh, messages myself dictated to my mind. I was on a... um, a publisher's website when I was looking for a publisher before I had published this first volume. And on the website, this publisher asked a number of questions about your work. One of the questions was, what makes your material unique? Why would anyone want to read this? And I thought that was a really good question. And as I sat where I'm sitting right now in front of my computer, 
I really didn't ask. I just relaxed my mind, and an answer began to be given. Uh, may I share this with your audience? Of course. Uh, this was the answer that I was given to the question, what makes your material unique? And they said, the uniqueness of any material is in the manner in which it touches the soul. An open and searching mind pulls the soul and the body in which it inhabits onward and upward with hunger and determination in its quest for spiritual nourishment, ever mindful that the path upon which we walk is the path toward God. Lives lived, experiences endured, goals accomplished, and loved ones lost are all encounters upon that path. Strive always for the highest possible communication with our Heavenly Father. Believe in yourself as the Father within you is guiding, leading, directing, and comforting you upon this journey that we call life. Blessings be upon you as you walk your chosen pathway. Mm-hmm. When it beautiful. got to the end, it stopped. Yeah. And that was not me. That was not me. Yeah, I think sometimes the most important thing we can do is just get out of our own way and allow um, just that animating force that is love flow through us. And it sounds like you did that masterfully in that moment when he asked that question. And Wilma Jean had, if uh, you said that you had uh, read the book on the back cover of the book, Mm -hmm. at the very top is a message that Wilma Jean received. She was working around the kitchen one day and these words started to come into her mind. She picked up a piece of paper and a pen and just took them down in longhand. Mm -hmm. And she felt it was a message that, that was confirmation that she had should put these messages in a book. She had been praying about it. She felt that a lot of the messages were personal. Excuse me. She went through a divorce. I went through a divorce. And she wasn't really sure that she wanted to put these messages in a book, but the quality, the depth and quality of the teachings are so deep and so profound that I told her, I said, we, we have to share this. I mean, there's just too much information here that's going to help too many people. Mm-hmm. So you, if you've seen the, uh, the message on the back cover of the book, or I could share that with your audience if you think yeah, we have the time. Absolutely. I'm looking at it right now, but it is beautiful. And um, why don't you go ahead and, and share that with us? And just out of the blue, without thinking about anything, these words came into her mind. And it says, emptiness is part of fulfillment. Let your resources fill the void left so that distinction of your purpose can be found. Expression is always self-explanatory. Therefore, look inside and anchor all your beliefs beside those still waters that will take away your troubled view and renew your strength to recapture that which was lost but is now found to be adequate to pursue the course set before you. And as you reconcile your being to represent those qualities that have been left intact, God will see to it that although circumstances have been trying, to say the least, your weariness will disappear as clouds once removed allow the sun to shine to dispel the gloom and darkness that has pervaded your countenance. And as once described before, a token of this presence will be deposited to your account and books recorded in his name. Yeah, that's uh, pretty profound. That's really beautiful. So, (laughs) God, God through people. (laughs) The depth and quality of these teachings, uh, if you have seen the website, spiritspeaks.com is the website. Yes, 
Yes. Yes. And at the very top, there's a, a television interview that Wilma Jean gave in Cincinnati. Yes, and I posted saw it. Mm-hmm. On her television interview is a sneak peek from volume two of the book, An Angel Told Me So. Mm-hmm. And this was the only time in a session where she was led to sit down and receive. Two different spirit teachers moved in in the same session, gave two different messages, and signed two different names. Mm-hmm. And it was obvious that the second teacher was a different teacher than the first because mm-hmm. the whole cadence and phrasing of the message is different. And a lot of the messages and teachings in the book are signed with the spirit teacher that presented the message. Mm-hmm. But as the years went on, as these messages and teachings continued, it's like they started spreading the word on the other side. And higher and higher teachers started moving in, giving even deeper and more profound teachings. And you could tell just by the reading of it, the depth and quality just increases. Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. they knew they had found a willing receptacle in Wilma, and they were spreading the word on the other side. (laughs) You have to love that. So um, it sounds like she eventually um, came to your way of thinking and and agreed to have these published. Is that accurate? Uh, That's true. That's true. Uh, I didn't get to publish them and sign with the publisher until Wilma Jean had passed away. Uh, I like to think we're still working together. I've had people ask me, they say, Does she, is her presence known? Do you, know, do you feel mm-hmm. like she's there with you? And I have not had that experience. My sister, who's a flight attendant with Delta, based out of Cincinnati, she has been on layovers and felt my mother's presence when she was, um, you know, one time she, she was in Orlando, laid over and was walking through an industrial area by herself on the way to a restaurant where she was going to eat. And she said, suddenly she felt my mother's presence. And she said, uh, Wilma Jean, my mother said, so this is what you do. (laughs) That's pretty funny. I like that. So do you, you don't necessarily feel like that, um, you have conversations with her, but do you feel like you have a, a connection with her still? Do you feel that sense of um, that that sense of friendship or her presence with you? Right. I do, yeah, I don't feel like there's ever been a manifested presence. How some people will feel a presence in the room, or an impression that that you know how someone's thinking about you. But I I feel like it's a it's a solid connection, right. and that that she approves of all all that I'm doing with this. Mm, that's wonderful. So when did she transition, Michael? I, it's probably, you know, to be honest with you, I talk to her so often <laughs> in my mind. I don't really have the date. It's been at least 10 years ago. Okay. Okay. And so these teachings are from, you know, decades past. How do you feel or why do you believe the messages are important for our current times? The messages and teachings themselves are just so timely, so close and personal. And when, when, when I talk to people, I tell them, when you get the book, read each message once as it was given for Wilma Jean and given for myself. Then read that same message again and see what hits. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing what hits. Now, anyone, and and the purpose of this is not only to relate the messages and teachings that were given, but to allow people to know and realize that they, too, can contact and receive from their own spirit guides and spirit Mm -hmm. teachers. Mm -hmm. 
And they need to know that when they relax their mind, drop down and level, they need to establish a filter of protection. You know, your car has a filter. And or a couple actually, and make sure that you establish a filter of protection in your mind because there is evil and negativity floating around out there. You just don't want it to settle in your mind for a, a warm, fuzzy home. And you are are making an affirmation in your mind that no thoughts, ideas, or information will be made known to your mind that does not come from God or his direct representatives. Mm-hmm. Once you establish that filter of protection, there isn't anything that you can't read or receive. And then you can discriminate in your own mind whether or not you want to accept it or uh, reject the information. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I think that's really important. You know, I, I see a circle of light and I invite spirit in for the highest good of all concern. And it does seem to be very effective, very helpful. So, Michael, do you have any suggestions about how people might be able to um, access their own wisdom teachers or guides? The biggest thing that people need to do is be comfortable with their own thoughts. Mm -hmm. And people, you know, we're so wrapped up in the physical. People jump in their car. First thing they do is turn on the radio. They come home from work. They turn on the computer. They check their messages on the phone, flip on the TV. There's not a lot of people that will that will sit in silence, and it's not just a question of meditation. But when you ask, you you should expect an answer. And if you know that an answer is going to be given, whether it's given right then at that moment or indicated in a, at a later time, you need to know that you do have your own spirit guides, spirit teachers. If you have a faith-based foundation, you know people will will feel that they have their own angels, guardian angels that work with them. But when you when you believe and know that you have your own spirit guide, spirit teachers working with you, it's not new age, it's not anything against Bible teachings. It is just the um the messages and teachings that come from those beings whose joy it is is our recognition of their existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really believe that there is a lot of uh, love and support for us, but we have to invite it. We live on a planet of free will and choice, so we have to be available. We have to invite it because it's not going to be inflicted on us without that invitation. Well, God has given us a number of gifts, and one of the gifts is that pesky little thing called free will. (laughs) We can be advised, we can be told, we can be warned. I wouldn't do that if I were you. I wouldn't buy that car. I wouldn't go out with that person if I were you. And I'll doggone it. I'm going to do it anyhow. Yep. You know, it's my choice, my life. I'll do what I want. Right. And usually we override that recommendation at our own peril. That's true. I've experienced a lot of peril, so I don't override anymore. <laughs> like, okay, God, you decide. Thy will be done. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a few. I I like the saying, God throws pebble stones, bricks, and then you get a brick wall. I've had a few brick walls and I've set the intention not to do that anymore. So I'm listening for the pebbles all the time. (laughs) Or breadcrumbs. You could follow the breadcrumbs. That's another thing that I like to do. Just make the path. You'd have me walk clear before me. So it's been a lot more peaceful since I've had those kinds of conversations and set those kinds of intentions. And as you said at the beginning, you know, when the student is ready, a teacher will appear. 
And it's amazing the number of people that I talk to. You talk to, I talk to people all over the world, customer service here and there and various businesses and stuff that I deal with. And I will, I always try and work in an explanation about the book and the website. And it's amazing the number of people that have said, you know, I think I was meant to take your call today. Mm-hmm. You don't know how much I needed this. And that's the way it works. Well, and I love something you share about your personal intention. And um, you can correct me if this isn't exactly right, but to help as many people as you can. Yes, that that is my goal. And I have a set of writings on my website called Spiritual Parchment Prints. Now, two of those I wrote. One was dictated to my mind word for word. I used to own a satellite dish company. I did satellite dishes for probably 20 years or so. Mm-hmm. Started with the big big mesh satellite dishes, if you remember those. And then when Dish Network and DirecTV came out, I started selling those. I had installers. It was not a big company, but we did okay. But I had come work home from work one evening and went upstairs to change clothes. And the words greatness and spirit came into my mind, and I knew it was incoming. So I opened a drawer, pulled out a tablet and a pen, and started taking words down, and they were coming so fast, I was scribbling to keep up. Uh, May I share this with your audience? Yes, we have three minutes left. So if you can fit it in, absolutely, I want to hear this. All right. Greatness and spirit shall touch the lives of many whom you will come into contact with. Hearts and lives will be touched and changed by your presence. Enable yourself by the will of your being to respect and respond to the changes in individuals as you become aware of the true potential of your spirit. In the eyes of God, thou hast made thyself worthy of all the riches and gifts of spirit that shall be forthcoming unto you. Be as you will in relationship to the Holy Spirit that inhabits and dwells within thy being at this time. Look always to the future with anticipation and gladness, for thou hast made thyself a living receptacle for the Spirit of God, and all good things shall come to thee. Mm-hmm. I and take that's that a very pretty good personally. message to receive. Yes. I uh, feel that to the core of my being. It feels very personal for me, and I'm hoping our, our friends and listeners can also feel the beauty and the love and the truth of that message for themselves as well. So, Michael, we just have a couple minutes here. Where can people find out more about you, connect with you, maybe get a copy of this book? An angel the website, so. mm-hmm. the website is spiritspeaks.com. And if you use a search engine, it'll be the one that says Spirit Speaks to the Hungry Soul. The book is An Angel Told Me So. Volume 1 is available now on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kindle, Nook. I hope to have volume two out by the end of this year. Volume three mm-hmm. will be out next year. Okay, very good. So um, who do you think would most benefit from this book and these teachings, Michael? Anyone that, that, that has questions, anyone that is unsure of their path, anyone that wants confirmation or support, those are the people that will benefit the most. 
They, I mean, no, even, even if you're already in touch with your own spirit guides and spirit teachers, just seeing the messages and teachings that have been presented as these spirit teachers who repeatedly refer to themselves in first person in these messages and teachings, and they really ought to be called teaching messages. Mm-hmm. Because they they are well, you've read the book as they're just so profound. And again, uh, when we have another uh, another time, another show, I would share a couple of excerpts from volume two that I think you'll be impressed with. Mm. Well, I'm so grateful you agreed to have another conversation with me next week. So I'm very much looking forward to um, experiencing that wisdom and those teachings as well. So I'm just really grateful, Michael, that um, you've had the courage to um, bring these messages into the world and find the publisher and share this wisdom. And uh, I personally enjoyed this immensely. It's not a book that I could read quickly, but I took it with me camping and would read a little bit every night. And it did feed my soul, just like this conversation has. And to my friends, to my guests, to my listeners, I'm so, so grateful for your presence in my life. And I really invite you to be in touch with me either on Facebook or Instagram. You can message me on my website, TammyBPhD.com. That's spelled with an I, T-A-M-M-I-B-P-H-D.com. And I just love to hear from you. I love to be in conversation, conscious conversation. If there's anything I can do to support, inspire, uplift you through a guided meditation or just a prayer request, a conversation of, of any kind, I would be blessed to do so. So take good, gentle, loving, compassionate, kind care of yourself. And you may find that the world treats you in kind. So God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.